Hello everyone, welcome to Catherine Biroy show. I'm your host Catherine Biroy, personal growth and business coach and I have just one mission to help you do what you love and make your dream business flourish. Therefore, I have one of my favorite people in the world here with me today and she is my mentor for parenting and business sales, uh, Sue DeCaro. She's a heart-centered coach, educator, motivational speaker, and writer, working with individuals, corporations, and families around the globe to navigate life's daily challenges. While integrating education, consciousness, and coaching, Sue helps individuals to feel empowered, grow, and thrive. Her passion is to help people deeply connect to themselves, to their children, and of course, to the world around them, creating a brighter future. Sue also serves as a member of the wellness coaching for the Forbes School, focused on researching and identifying best practices related to improving students' health. She serves as a guest parent specialist coach at Mind Valley University Training and an esteemed member of the 24-hour virtual help desk support for the MindValley.com Month Learning Summit event in Pula, Croatia in 2019. Sue has had writings featured in various publications and magazines. She has presented at events featuring Dr. Shafali, Neil Donald Walsh, Marianne Williamson, Anita Moriani, and John O'Sullivan. Sue has been an invited guest on radio shows and podcasts and has also appeared on television on the Dr. Nandi show, as well as a number of appearances on Fox 29, Good Day, Philadelphia. Welcome. So I needed to read all of this. <laughs> and I I am aware that I made mess a few times, but we are it's used beautiful. to that. <laughs> <laughs> it's beautiful. Thank you so much. It's an honor, of course, to share this space with you. Oh, pleasure is all mine. I, I truly love your work. Um, as I say to everyone, you're my favorite mentor. Uh, as my parenting coach and as my sales coach, you are truly magical. And I want you guys to know, I just come to Sue, I ask questions, <laughs> I get all the answers that I need. I'm truly grateful that I have met you and that we work together for so long. Today, we will talk a little bit about parenting uh, because of the situation which is all around us. And um, I for sure know that you helped me a lot especially when I was COVID positive and I couldn't be with my son. That was very, very challenging. But before that, I would like to know what actually inspired you to help people uh, uh, worldwide? Why you are doing what you are doing? Well, the truth is I have been uh, having, I had challenges myself, let's say, when I was raising my children who are now almost 27 and 23. So I have two grown girls in their 20s and my oldest being my greatest awakener. And one listening might say, what does that even mean? Well, during her younger years, much younger years, she and I butted heads. There was chaos ensuing in our house every day. My parenting life was the journey from, if I can use this word, hell, uh, or at least it felt that way. Mm -hmm. And so I know firsthand how challenging it is to raise children to be a parent today. And of course, you know, now with COVID, it's even more challenging. But through the journey, through my own journey and my own awakening and growth and learning and reaching out to expertise, I learned, or experts in the field, I learned a lot about consciousness, the growth from within, you know, our own parenting journey from our own childhood and how that conditions us to be who we are today. So 
this is what led me to really develop this passion to help worldwide in this arena because I know firsthand how difficult it is. And, and many of my clients will come to me and say, oh, you know, your journey was probably a white picket fence and, you know, you blew your whistle and your kids came. And, <laughs> and so I typically laugh because it's so far from the truth that it brings me joy to be able to share with them that I'm human too. And through my own process, have I come to this opportunity and gift to be able to share my wisdom, wisdom my expertise um, and my training and, you know, personal experience with all whom I work. And you are doing that like it's a magic. <laughs> Thank you. What do you think are the biggest struggles um, for the parents, especially now? I think one of the biggest struggles now is probably expectations. Mm -hmm. So, you know, with, with COVID, we still have the expectations of our kids meeting uh, achievements and deadlines and things with school. And no matter what their age is, we expect them to sit in front of these Zoom classes and turn in all their assignments on time. And I, I work with a lot of parents that struggle in this area because the children are home now doing the Zoom work and trying to get through their day. And it is taxing on them, just mm -hmm. as it is on us. I've had Zoom fatigue. I've had days where I'm like, I'm not taking personal calls on Zoom because I cannot take one more Zoom call, like with my family. I've already been on Zoom all day. And so, you know, we're adults and we understand the needs of, you know, this source and this manner of connecting. Our children need a break. We need to look at each and every day what's happening with them and for them and how we can come to them in support of where they are. So I have a five-year-old granddaughter and she's struggling with Zoom, struggling. Like she can't sit still all day in her Zoom classes. And her mother and I both talk about the fact that she's five <laughs> and the school needs to cut her break, not look at her as you know an emotional wreck on Zoom. Yes, she's emotional, she cries. Give her a break, let her go read a book, let her go sit in the corner and play with a toy. Let her do something different because it's not helping our children to force feed them or to force them to move forward when they are stuck, when they are overwhelmed with this manner of learning. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, everything is challenging now. I have a four-year-old boy and he wants to go out. He wants to play with kids. So we need to find ways to, you know, we have... Uh, um, a small mountain very close to us so we go there but again he's alone he he needs the socialization with other kids and it's very very challenging especially when we were COVID positive my husband and I and he was locked with us for the whole month I am so thrilled how he actually get passed through all of that and um, I mean, he's perfectly well now, but, but it's really, really challenging. And I believe that we, especially uh, as entrepreneurs, need you a lot now because uh, of the, the, the challenges in our homes, but also we are working from homes, having kids who are four years old running all around, and we need to deliver the same value and all of that. So... Can you give us an advice how we can proceed with a little bit more joy, maybe a little bit more connection with our kids? And uh, yeah, yeah, know, it's, absolutely. It's really difficult. 
So you beautifully navigated your COVID experiences and helping and supporting your son, even though he is not able to have the, you know, what one might call the normal socialization, you know, with other children. And many families are experiencing that because of their decisions to, to stay in or to stay put or to not engage with other children or other families. And so I think the important piece there is to not let fear rule the roost, you know, not let fear take the front seat. And what I mean by that is we are fearful and, and understandably, you know, I, I, we can see why that if our children don't get socialization opportunities that they're gonna miss the boat in their socialization and growth. And they may or may not, right? We don't know, but bringing fear to that when we really don't have control over what that looks like other than the creative ways that we can bring joy, connection, engagement to them and for them is, is the process. So when you think about the socialization and you think about all the things that you know our children used to do that they can't do now, you have to be extremely creative and not let fear drive your bus, not let fear steer the course, but to say, I'm gonna put fear back here and look at how I can be creative and knowing what I need to do for my child and moving them forward. So if your child needs socialization, if they're four, maybe you can have like a little Zoom party you know, where everybody has a cupcake or something, you know, you can call it a, a, a not so birthday party <laughs> and everybody gets a cupcake or a cookie or something special. And, you know, you have four or five kids that are on Zoom, even two kids, and they eat their cookie or cupcake together. So, you know, these are the things I, I did something creative. I don't know why it came to me, but it did. When I was looking to buy my five-year-old granddaughter a gift for the holidays, I said to her, would you like to go shopping with me? Well, there was no way I was like actually going shopping. I said, we can shop virtually. And she's like, what does that mean? Oh. And I said, I, we'll get on Zoom. She knows Zoom. And I said, and I will share my screen with you and we can look at clothes together. And it, it was not only exciting and fun, but it was super successful. Like she knew what she wanted. She knew what she liked. I mean, I had some things prepared ahead of time. So mm -hmm. this is where creativity is crucial. We have to look at the things that we can do each and every day, not what we can't do. We know that the challenges of what we can't do are great, but what you can do is where you need to put your energy and, and really focus to move forward with your children. And, and yourself, said, and yourself. The solution. <laughs> That brings joy. It was so, there was so much joy in my heart shopping with, with Maya. Her name is Maya. So much joy filled, filled my heart because we had fun. And sure, I'd love to go to the store with her. I do not know when that will happen. I can't worry about that. All I can do is what is acceptable for our value system now. And that was beautiful. So That's there are brilliant. a lot of ways. There are a lot of ways. We can drive in a car and park somewhere and talk to another family in cars. The kids will adapt. They are fairly resilient, but they're going to take on our emotions, our fears, our anxiety and concerns every day. They are sponges, they absorb it. So the more you work on yourself and what you're bringing to your family, don't think you can hide it from them. You need to work through it. Mm -hmm to come to the other side. So if you're anxious about COVID or you're anxious about being locked in or, you know, or, or possibly getting COVID, you have to speak to that. And I'm always willing to help people move through that, but you have to speak to it. 
so that you can work through it and come out on the other side to be with your children in a place of you know, non-fear and non-reactivity and not bringing your anxieties to them. This is the beauty of your work, which I actually adore. Uh, it's not just like theory. You're very creative. And every time I've asked you a question, uh, you give me so many ideas and examples, which I actually can can really do. And, and I did. Now we are making like uh, interesting meals. We are making little birds out of meatballs and we are making... I don't know, I, I found a book and then I was learning how to make it more interesting for him because then he helps me with that and we have fun. And uh, But this Zoom idea with kids, I, I actually, it never came to my mind. I am on the Zoom like whole day. <laughs> it didn't came to my mind. He also can be on Zoom. And I, I might actually recommend that to, to the kindergarten teachers so they all can come and have, have a little party. That would be Absolutely. awesome. Absolutely. That's yeah. brilliant. I know that uh, recently you published two courses um, and I enrolled to both of them and, and they're brilliant and they helped me a lot. So would you like to share a little bit about that? Sure, absolutely. So the first course is Transcending Our Triggers, Finding Our Rhythm. Mm -hmm. And this is where conditioning is, is held in triggers. We are all conditioned as individuals from our own childhood, our own cultures that we grew up in and society at large to believe that when the milk spills on the floor, for example, you know, it's a huge problem. Mm -hmm. So we may have been yelled at as a ch child, a little child when we spilled our milk. And so now something spilling on the floor gives us this trigger, this uncomfortable feeling and makes us explode perhaps. So this course is designed to help parents tap into the triggers like that. I use milk because it's just an easy example. Every child spills their milk. You know, yeah. It's important for them to do it. But our triggers, if they are there, we need to connect with. We need to understand and look at those so that we don't react and overreact with our children on things that really don't call for that kind of reaction. So stepping into that world of evaluating and exploring what our triggers are is part of this course and it comes with the workbook so that you can reflect and move forward with the questions during this um, very simple process it's not endless it takes an hour and a half perhaps it's at your own pace and it's really um, designed to be easy for you to move through and to really understand your own triggers the second course is raising respectful listeners and this is also, these are courses I've done as workshops out in the public sector when I was able to go out and stand in front of an audience. So now that I can, I still wanna be able to offer it to the audience at large. And this is my methodology. Raising respectful listeners is about how we come to our children as their parents, modeling respect, listening, and all these beautiful things that we wanna see in our children. We are the models for our children. It's, it's like the saying that says, you know, be the change you wish to see. All the things we're looking to see in our children. Well, this course is about how we model them and what we show up with in order to teach and help our children learn these important skills of being a respectful listener. I love that. Especially, you know, the, the fact that I, I didn't even notice what was triggering me and why I was reacting that way until I actually went through your course. And I was like, 
Oh, now I got it. <laughs> and I actually changed that. By the way, my son and I now have a very, very beautiful relationship. And you know, in the past, uh, he was angry at me because he was going to kindergarten. Uh, now we are spending much more time together and we reconnected thanks to you mostly. Yeah, and uh, I implemented everything I learned from you. He's starting to go to kindergarten on 18th January. That's a week from now. And he's happy about that. So even that changed. I mean, he is a little older now, but everything changed for the better. And I, I really wish to thank you uh, like this in public. Oh, you're so sweet. Connection is the key element in raising children. It's so important that we connect with them on their level, not ours. They're not adults, they're children. So we have to climb into their level. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I learned that, I guess. Yeah, yeah you did. <laughs> You did. You're super connected with him. It's yeah. lovely. It's yeah, lovely. We, we love spending time together now. Now we will have a little bit of fun. I don't have my ring bell with me because my phone is over there, but never mind. I will ask you a few quick, very quick questions. And you have just like 10 seconds to answer me. Okay. And I want to mention that you do not know the questions. <laughs> I never know the questions. <laughs> Fire away. I'm ready. <laughs> Uh, it's very easy. What do you like to do with your spare time? Uh, play tennis competitively. Oh, wow. <laughs> that was quick. <laughs> One of my favorite self-care practices. Yep. I love, love that. What, what is your favorite book? I think right now, uh, Glennon Doyle's Untamed. Mm. Loved it. I'm reading a new book, but that, that's the one that sticks in my mind. Why? Untamed. Why do you want to share a little bit about it? You know, it's just, first of all, it's a great read. She writes beautifully and shares her own story. And it's really an opportunity to look at how important it is to let go of things mm -hmm. that are happening in our lives, you know, to us, for us, with us, in a way that we can engage with what is and really follow our own path and our own journey. So it's really about her journey and how she was able to find her path and acknowledge it. It's, mm -hmm. it's about you do you, you know, we all you are unique you. individuals and we all need to, to play our role as ourselves, not somebody else. Yeah. So you do you. <laughs> That's one of my favorite quotes, by the way. Uh, what are three main qualities a person needs to have as, if I may say a mature parent, as someone who is able to, to, to give their children the best? Awareness, mm -hmm. silence, and good listening skills. I mean, if I had to think of three off the top of my head, wow. silence, because the more we are quiet, the more we're able to see and observe what's going on in front of us. And awareness, because the more aware we are of what we bring to the table and see in our children, the more we're able to respond to it in a conscious fashion. So it's deep. consciousness is where it all boils down to. <laughs> I love that. That's deep. I was like silence. Mm -hmm. yeah, <laughs> that, we're not quiet enough yet. <laughs> we, are, we are not quiet enough as human species. And I think that's one of the things I'm practicing too every day is to listen, not have to share, not have to solve, not have to fix, but just to listen silently. Mm. Sometimes we just need to say, mm. they don't want to know every little detail of what's going on in our heads about what they just shared. They exactly. just want to know that we're listening. So 
Mm, that's interesting can be the best thing and just you know stay silent around that well in in one of our interviews in the future i will share with you how that works <laughs> awesome i would love it i would if love I, it if i manage to you know just be quiet <laughs> silence is a tool that we need to have in our toolbox Sometimes people tell me that I'm I'm too much of a silent person, but it's when I actually go deep to connect with myself. But um, yeah, I need to try that with my son. You know, he is very speedy and he is very energetic, so there is not much room for silence. I just run, I just run after him. <laughs> that's, that's the thing. That's okay. You can run silently. <laughs> That's observe what, whatever he's doing just observe <laughs> this is where we see our children blossoming mm -hmm. and communicating learning and sharing and we're not always talking mm -hmm. we're just listening yeah thank you so much for being my guest so you are as i said at the beginning one of my favorite people in the whole world and thank you for being you and um Thank you, everyone who were listening to us today. Um, you can connect with Sue on all her social media and uh, what we can expect from your magic uh, in 2021. <laughs> more courses, more speaking engagements. Uh, I've got a lot of public speaking engagements lined up and very excited about. And just more worldwide support for parents and entrepreneurs all over. We all need it. So please, if you need help, don't don't be afraid to reach out because you deserve it. Wonderful. Thank you once again. And thank I'll you. See you soon. Bye. Thank you.